This is Chan Smith. I am uploading all of my old podcasts onto a new uh, podcast hosting service. All of the phone numbers and addresses will be different in these old podcasts. So just note that any email addresses, phone numbers, mailing addresses, and website URLs may be different. This is Revival is Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for tuning in today. You are listening to Podcast 13 titled, Want More of God. Let's pray. God, I ask you to bless this podcast in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, to anoint me, Lord, and let the word be spoken with truth, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and boldness, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that everybody that listens to this will be hungry for you, hunger after you, Lord, and want more of you, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, that everybody that listens to this will just have a divine hunger for you and uh, wanting to be in your presence, God. And I ask you, Lord, to fill the room with your glory, God. Heal them, Lord, and touch them, Lord, and set them free, God. Wash them, Lord, in your blood, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to bless this podcast, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And let's go into reading Exodus 19, 9 through 13. And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I come to you in the thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with you and believe you forever. So Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. Verse 10, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and then let them wash their clothes and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Verse 12, You shall set bounds for the people all around, saying, Take heed to yourself that you do not go up to the mountain or touch its base. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. Verse 13, Not a hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot with an arrow. Whether man or beast, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounds long, they shall come near the mountain. And it goes on in Exodus 20, 19 through 21. It says, Now all the people witnessed the thundering and lightning flashes, the sounds of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Verse 19, Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear, but not let God speak with us, lest we die. Verse 20, And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that he, his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. Verse 21, So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. And God, when he told them, he wanted them to be holy priests, and he want, they told Israel in the very beginning, he wanted to set them apart, we want them to be holy priests and uh, a holy nation. And uh, God spoke with Moses. God talked directly to Moses, and Moses relayed the messages back to the people. And that's how it was. But God wanted to talk directly to the people, and he told them to consecrate themselves and do these steps, 
you know, and it goes on one verse that I didn't read that do not touch your wives, meaning don't have sexual relations with them, and uh, for for that many days, and um, consecrate themselves so they can be ready for, when God comes down, they can talk with God, and uh, and uh, he wanted to talk directly with them and, and uh, commune with them, and then they had to go through these steps. Well, first of all, that's a sermon in itself, but today, you know, we have to, before we go in the presence of God, we have to get ready for God and His glory, but through Jesus' blood. We need to pray. We need to get down and pray in uh, repentance and uh, pray to God, Jesus, to come in our heart, wash us in His blood, and so we could uh, get cleansed from all of our sins and to consecrate ourselves to God. Give Jesus our, our life, let Him live inside of us, and uh, read the Bible, pray. That's the steps we have to do. Most people don't even want to go through those steps, and they don't want to accept Jesus in their heart. Then they don't want to live this pure life, and they want to just go out and live like everybody else. And they want, don't want to do the steps to set themselves apart, you know. But they want God to touch them, and they want God's deep glory. And but they don't want to have to go through the steps to do that. They can just then they'll just be content. Oh, you know, that's okay then, because I can't do it. You know, I just don't think I can do it. But you know, it says to crucify your flesh daily. You need to. Uh, Take, take captive every thought that exalts itself above the word of God. And, it, and most people, we don't want to do that work to even to get into God's presence. And that's a sermon on itself because, you know, when we get into God's presence, we need to be pure and holy before him and uh, let Jesus live inside of us. And uh, our, we crucify our flesh daily so we can walk into his presence. It won't be us, but it will be Jesus. When they look at us, they will see Jesus and not us. Our flesh dies and Jesus' flesh gets uh, comes upon us. His blood comes upon us. And it's not us, but it's Jesus. And uh, most people don't want to go through those steps. You know, when you look, they said to some people when they pa passed away that the... Uh, when they lived a godly life and they served God, you know, and they helped the poor and the needy, and they went out and they, they was preachers and pastors and stuff. And they looked and when they and you would uh, people said about them when they looked at them, they saw Jesus and Jesus in him, and that's what we all need to strive for. When they look at us, they see Jesus in us. Not they don't see us, but they see Jesus. We need to be Christians, real Christians, live a holy life, go out and do the things that we're supposed to do. So you need, we need to go out and help the poor and the needy and visit people in prisons, pray for people, and preach his word. And it says if we don't, then he's going to spew us out of his mouth. Because we need to go out and we need to get ready and consecrate ourselves, go out and do God's work. Then we will see his glory. But most people don't even want to go through that. They don't want to go through that work. But then when God, uh, but when they finally set Jesus in their heart and they live a certain way then uh, and God says alright you know you've been praying you've been uh, praying for revival you've been getting yourself ready the church is ready so you know what we're going to send revival. you know God wants to come down when he, when he come down and get ready to come down and then come down the mountain shook and there's lightning and thunder and they blew the trumpets so they could come near and, and talk to God God wanted to talk to them then they got afraid and they ran off and he said no you know we don't want that we're just getting content hearing God but letting you speak God speak to you then uh you speak to us. We all need to have a personal relationship with God to be intimate with him not that let your not just uh let your pastor uh speak words to you but you get in the word yourself when you hear for god 
from God yourself. You know, the pastor still needs to get up and preach, and I'm not saying that, but you know, you need to have an intimate walk with him, not just your pastor, you know, because the pastor can't do all the work for you. You know, he, he wants to speak to us all. Jesus wants to come inside of us and live inside of us and let the Holy Spirit, you know, teach us all things. But, you know, people out there, they, they just want... They get scared when it comes down to God coming down. They get scared, oh, you know, and they're afraid, which it's good to healthy to have the fear of God, and that's healthy to have a fear of God. But you know what? When it's not healthy to have such a you want to you're afraid to even uh, talk to Him and stuff because that's condemnation. That's not conviction. A fear of God is different, you know. And we need to get close to him. And he wants to talk to us and to know us and to have an intimate relationship with us. You know, and it's good to be, you know, afraid of your or your dad because you know that, you know, if you do something wrong, he's going to get on you. And that's a good fear that keeps you out of sin. But, you know, that's not, a you know, when you go to, you don't want to talk to him. You don't ever want to look at him. And you want, you're avoiding him all the time because you're just terrified of him. And that's, that's, that's a wrong that's that's too extreme. I mean, it's good to be afraid that he's going to get on you because you won't do anything wrong. And that's how a kid stays in line. But you know what? You, a kid shouldn't be so afraid of him. They just run and scream away from him and don't want to be in his dad's presence. God wants you to be in his presence. He, you know, and it's good to have a fear of God so you can keep clean and be holy. Because he said to consecrate it, told them to consecrate themselves before they God come down. But, you know, we need to go deeper in that relationship with him. And it's good to be uh, afraid of him, but it's not healthy to, to be so scared of him. You don't want to uh, have a talk, be commune with him. Because he wants us all to be intimate with him, to pray daily, to know him, and have the mind of Christ and to know him. That's what he wants. But we're so scared to, when you know, we see a revival at these other churches, and we're scared of that revival. Can we pray for revival? We pray for it. When, they, when we actually see revival, then we're scared of it, and we say, no, we don't want revival. There's churches just like it. They see revival, and they're scared of it. Because, you know, this revival, you know, it's lightning, thunder, you know, and it's loud. A real move of God is loud, and it's violent, you know. And it's because it takes back to what the devil has stolen. And it's really a powerful. When God comes down, and then the building shakes, you know, and people shake. And then so they get scared of it. Oh, you know, we don't want it. We don't want it. And, you know, it's going to ruin a church. So they get scared of it. But we need to press towards God and not give up when, not get scared of revival, but say, you know what, I want all of God. I want all of God, you know, and not be scared to, they said, no man sees God and, and live. But, you know, uh, we need to still want more of God. We need to say to God, you know, I don't care if it kills me. I want to see you. I want to know you. I want to be in your presence. I want to feel your touch. And uh, we need to press towards God. Pressing, I don't know about you. I don't care if it kills me. I want to know all of God, all as much as I can. I want to feel his presence as much as I can. I don't care if it kills me because you know what? Then that means that I'm going to heaven and be in his presence forever, his pure presence. So you know what? We need to press towards that. Press towards that. Get a hunger for God. Get a hunger for revival. Pray for revival and pray and get ready and prepare ourselves for revival. Prepare ourselves for his presence because you know what? We really... And some people, they say they want revival, but you know what? They really don't want revival because one thing, they don't want to get ready for it. They don't want to get themselves holy and for God's presence and to be in God's presence and to talk to him. You've got to be consecrate yourself and be pure. And most people don't even want to do that. They just still, what does it say, the cares of this world choked it out. And I did a podcast on that, but we don't 
when it comes, temptation comes, we say, oh, you know, we can't do that, you know, we we, we rather do this because this is more fun, you know, it's not fun to go out, but you know what, when you hit, when you, it's work to get yourself consecrated and avoid that stuff, you know, but, but it's worth it, when you forget in God's presence and you commune with him directly, so Moses talked to him face to face, face to face as a man talks to his friend, and we need to seek God to be one of we we'll talk to him face to face and uh that's what we need to strive for and he wants to talk to us and and that's and that's worth it uh, being uh doing all these uh keeping sin free and living a consecrated life and it's worth it to walk in God's presence and to know God and to know him intimately and not fear what's going to happen to us because we know that God is himself is going to protect us and we know that he's not going to let anything harm us you know the uh the joy we have being with God, it says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And that joy, it's amazing. You know, when you see the Hollywood and they go out and, you, and they put on facade that they are happy and all. And they get married, they put on facade. Some marriages don't even last 10 days or some, you know, they don't last but a few years. They don't last very long because you know what? They're not really happy. And behind closed doors, they fight. And they had to put, up on, put on all this makeup to hide the deadness inside of them because they're dead if they don't have Jesus, you know, and they don't have no strength because they have no joy. And they go around and uh, they drinking and all and doing all these drugs that, and, and it's rampant over there. It's because they hate themselves and they have a horrible life and they got to drink this alcohol and do those drugs just to hide all of that so they can function because they feel so horrible inside because they don't have Jesus. But you know what? Because they might put on this facade, oh, that's freedom, that's happiness to go out and do all this, go out and have sex with all these people and go out and drink, drink and do drugs. But that's not really happiness. That's not joy. And we need to see that. We need to know that uh, real joy is the joy of the Lord. You know, real freedom is the freedom in God and living a good life. Because you know what? There's consequences to sin anyway. You see, the some of them, they die at an early age. They die of an overdose. And they die of all this stuff. There's a consequence to sin. And there's a consequence. And, and they and they think that they, you know, covering up, but in the end, but they need to repent and expose themselves to God and get themselves clean and dedicate their, their lives to Him and dedicate their heart to Him and give their all to Him so they can walk in real happiness, real joy, and uh, to know that God loves them and will protect them. You know, this world, you know, it's so godless now, but you see what's happening. See all the unhappiness that's around this world is because they don't have Jesus. You know, that tells you right there that the consequences of sin and consequences of not knowing God is all this fighting and unrest and, uh, and you see what happens in a country when God is pulled from it, what happens to the finances, what happens to it. You know, Israel's getting blessed because uh, they are they are look out to God and they do follow God's laws. And you know what? And that shows you when these all these other countries, they don't have God's law. What happened? They're all in unrest. They're fighting and there's no have no money and they're going in debt and they, all, they everybody killing each other. And that shows you right there but that, that the importance of following, living a holy life and following after God. And seeking his face, you know, and uh, we need to know him intimately and talk to him directly because you know what? Because it says that we need. 
to have Jesus in our hearts to see heaven. We have to. We have to have Jesus in our hearts to be really free because he releases us from the bondages of sin. The shackles that's bound us. That's why people are not happy. They, they, we were meant to walk in God's presence and to talk with him. Nobody's happy until they can walk in God's presence and to talk with him. There will always be a void in our life. They will reach out for everything they can, grasp alcohol or whatever they can, but nothing can fill it. Nothing but God. All the relationships you have, all the people and the encounters you have with people in the all the marriages and all that, and they keep doing that, and they keep going out and doing that, and doing that, and doing that, and and uh, having all these marriages and having all these relationships, and they don't last. And uh, because you know, well, one thing is they can't fill none, of, no relationship, nothing on this earth can fill that void but God, because we was made to walk in God's presence. But you know, when Adam ate that, we he fell in the sin and was in his life because he. We lost what we was made for, God's presence and his glory. You need to consecrate yourself and ask Jesus to come into your heart. He's come to restore. When he uh, comes into your heart, he comes to restore you to uh, a state to where before Adam fell into sin. He comes to restore us so we can commune and walk in God's glory and talk directly with him and have the Holy Spirit to live inside of us with the evidence of the bab- uh, evidence of the speaking in tongues. That's what he's came for. And, uh, you know what? Well, you need to accept him into your heart so you can walk in God's presence so you will know him intimately so you can have real joy so you can have the purpose what God has made you. That's the purpose of life. That's the purpose of everything is to walk with God and to talk with him and to walk in his glory. And if you want want to know that and if you want to get saved say this prayer after me lord jesus i ask you to come into my heart i ask you to come in and live inside of me i ask you to forgive me of all my sins i ask you to wash me in your blood i ask you lord to be my lord and savior i confess you as my lord and savior jesus in the name of jesus and i confess that you died on the cross for me and i and i confess that you are the son of god and you are you live forever that you rose from the dead and i ask you to live inside of me wash me with your blood help me to live a pure holy life help me to live a life so i can walk in your presence and your glory free me from all the addictions and the bondages of sin god in the name of jesus amen and if you just prayed that prayer congratulations you just have your name written in the lamb's book of life and that's a really important thing and uh and that's something to be happy about. So you email me at chan at revivalishere.org and let me know that you just uh, said that prayer because you said they confess me before men and I will confess you for, before my Father which is in heaven. And it's important that you go find a, uh, a good church to go to, a good local church, a spirit-filled church, and uh, to sit underneath of that covering and get taught and to learn and to know God. And it says to forsake not assembling together among your brethren so you need to do that and it's really important and i want to thank you for listening to this podcast and and i'm glad to have the opportunity to preach god's word to you today and hope you got something out of it and i hope you strive to get in god's presence and to know him like you was made to be doing and i thank you and let's pray god i ask you to touch everybody in the name of jesus i ask you to heal everybody lord bless them lord in the name of jesus i ask you lord that they will get a hunger for you and they want to draw close to you and they want to know your 
know you intimately and know your presence, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, that your presence will walk with them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, everywhere they go, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, that they will be hungry for revival, Lord, hungry for revival in the country, in their state, in the city they're in, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, to drop a divine hunger in them, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, that they want to live a holy, pure life, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I ask you, Lord, that they will read the Bible every day and they will pray and seek your face every day, Lord. And they will want to know you intimately, Lord, and have encounters with you, God. I ask you, Lord, that they, you will come down and have encounters with them. Teach them things, Lord. Teach them the way they should go, God, in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Lord, that they will go to a good church, Lord, and they will be in your presence, God, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. This podcast is copyrighted 2011 Revival is Here Ministries by Chan Smith. Thank you for listening to this podcast and Jesus is Lord.